you know how you always have like super long snap or not snap stories but instagram stories me yeah okay yeah sure i mean you do right you got like multiple things yeah people usually have like a single photo or maybe and you have like five to fifteen oh yes i haven't i think it's because i've been adding add to story but i don't like post a lot of stories myself that's why i was like huh but i get it now okay so you're adding to story so periodically i'm on the gram Mm. through i'm giving you support or at least i'm curious i'm searching i put down my phone i walk away i come back and my phone's still open yeah there's this image on it that's basically like why would people eat mint ice cream because it's basically like I don't know, like eating toothpaste with chocolate chips in it. Okay. So that's like the picture on my screen. That's the meme. And I automatically type and I'm like, LOL, that's so you. And then what do I do? I look at the top and I'm like, that's not summer. Is Mr. Plant Daddy is who it was. So I follow it up with, well, wait, how did you accidentally pull up his number? Well, because he was next on the stories. And I didn't realize that I had clicked to his story because it just circles through like people's stories, right? Like once I, once I'm done with you, it just goes to whoever's next. Oh, you like replied to his story. Thinking that it was yours, not realizing that I had gotten off of your story. Got it. So I reply to him being like, LOL, see you. And then I'm like, fuck. Legend. (laughs) You can unsend on Instagram. What? You can unsend on Instagram. I didn't know that. Did he respond? Did he see it? Well, I immediately followed up because I was like, I can't leave that. Just, well, you can delete both of them. I didn't. Well, he followed up at that point because I responded oh. back. I was like, thought you were my best friend. LOL. <laughs> I, I, I had something wittier than that, but still, I was like, God, what are the chances? How do you delete things on Instagram? I got to look that up now. Well, hello and welcome to the HEA Book Club. I'm Summer O'Toole. I'm a romance author. With me is my best friend and co-host, Kelsey. Hi, everyone. And our guest today to talk about soccer romances is Melanie from Mel's View. Hi. And Kelsey, do you want to kick us off with our week? So I said we were talking about soccer romances. I've been in like my writing cave. I kind of got myself in another situation of having to write a book in a month. So I've like, I started hunting Adeline. I like got like five chapters in. So we're going to be talking a little bit about the books and then mostly just chit-chatting. I have some fun questions for Mel and yeah, Kelsey, Weekly Hops. Yes. I was a little bit sick last week. So when I'm sick, I don't know about you guys, I read like a million books. That's just like my MO. So I was working my way through all of the lovely books that I've been having on my TBR list. My what list? My TBR, because I don't know what just came out of my mouth. I was working through all the books on my TBR list. And then I also just, whatever Kindle decided to suggest for me, that's usually what I go with. So I read like four books in a row in a couple of days. And one of them felt like it was like a shot to the heart, actually two in the row 
you know when they like pick a book or like when you're reading a book and you're like wow I am their character or like wow was this written about me mysterious the first one was like an ice skater which I'm not but like personality wise I was like okay for sure I'm this person and then the second book was about an art teacher okay what am I I'm an art teacher okay <laughs> The second book about a high school art teacher, nevertheless, who ends up, fortunately, this will never happen to me, like getting booted out of her job because of a shitty ex-boyfriend and goes up to like Sweden to the mountains to see like the Northern Lights and ends up in just this like polyamorous threesome wide shoes situation with like three mountain men that look like Greek gods or like Nordic gods. And I'm like, wow, that's what I want. Oh. is this the book called three swedish like mountain men or something it is <laughs> do you know it? that's what i was about to ask i've seen that one with the little the cartoon cover or whatever it's cute very enjoyable very enjoy like an easy read anyways so i was picturing myself in this person's shoes main character's shoes and i was picturing <laughs> myself up in sweden fucking underneath the northern lights and i was really just living my best life the best way when I was sick. And I'm glad you went with the art teacher because I don't even want to think about all the bones you would break if you tried ice skating. I so (laughs) it's honestly one of my fears about snowboarding on Friday but we're not gonna put that energy out into the world. My weekly hot I absolutely had one I forgot what it was. Oh the only reason I have been able to get done is about 45% of Dukes of Peril, which was the new World of Forsyth book that came out. And first of all, that really says something that I'm only 45% into it. And I read the first two books like in one weekend. And I was ready to like go all in when this book came out. We've been waiting for months, but I just don't have time slash like creative mental energy to give to another book. But my like all-time favorite book boyfriend is in this book and we had a lovely like sort of like voyeur scene and I just can't wait to finish the book I'm writing so I can finish reading this book. (laughs) It would be like a treat, like a reward to yourself. All right, Mel, hit us. Okay, so Weekly Hot. I was reading my stalker romance, so it took me, yeah, I did it last minute, kind of, but I would think that my Weekly Hot would have to be, I was watching iZombie. Have you ever watched that? Absolutely. show on the CW. It's amazing, but the hot was definitely, I don't want to spoil it for people, but, like, one of the bad zombie characters and the main heroine they got together and it was this it's hard to say it without spoiling the show but if you are into zombies getting it on then definitely watch i zombie <laughs> that's that's my hot the show's retired right cuz i just saw it like re up on my netflix or something as if it was i don't know it was just recently suggested to me and i was like i haven't watched that in years so I was wondering if there's yeah, like- it ended in 2019, but I'm not sure if maybe it was off Netflix and it came back on because it was on my suggested list too. And I was like, I'm definitely marathon watching this. And I did. And it's amazing. And I'm actually sad that it's not on anymore. 
Yeah, one of those. I hate it when good shows like that disappear. Anyways, stalkers. Stalkers. Let's talk about them. I hate them. I'll leave start with that. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Kelsey has been on a bad streak. And I would just like everyone to know that the books that she's hated the last like four episodes, I did not pick out for her. So <laughs> I'm giving myself a free pass. I take no responsibility. Kelsey, tell us about your book. Okay, except for the genre. I feel like you agreed to this. I agree to anything. Doesn't mean I like <laughs> like I agree to steal your killer serial killers, and I don't like serial killers. It's like you gotta do it once, right? Like you gotta try everything once. Yeah. Even when you know you don't like something, like you're still just like, okay, I gotta give it a shot because like, what if I changed my mind? What if I now all of a sudden like stalkers? Do you? No. <laughs> I still don't. Yeah, you would think that like stalkers and serial killers would be like an acquired taste. You just consume it enough mm-hmm. and then you fall in love, right? No? <laughs> yeah. I used to picture myself in these scenarios where like I would be kidnapped and I was like, would I be one of those people who would like fall in love with their captor? I wondered. These book makes me wonder sometimes. Nevertheless, kind of, I guess, read a book similar to those lines. I read a book called, I read a book called Loner by Jamie Schlosser. And the MO of it, like main scenario is that there's this girl who has been, basically she's like locked in her house. Like she lives in the attic. She rarely ever gets to come out. She lives with her mom. Her mom tells her that she's crazy and that she's like a danger to society. And she basically gaslights her daughter into believing that she's a danger to society. Like fully, like restricts like everything that she does like she doesn't go to a main school she hasn't been out in public in years like this girl goes nowhere she does nothing she has no social media no like way to contact the outside world she did somehow manage to make a friend on an app that was like spider solitaire or something like some solitaire app there's like a chat feature and her mom didn't know when she allowed her to like download the app So she made a friend and she decides on her 18th birthday that she's going to sneak out of her house. So she sneaks out of her house and lo and behold, the person who she is like meeting her friend from Florida is actually the groundskeeper and the groundskeeper has been catfishing her in the sense of, you know, pretending that she was, he was like 18 year old girl who he's not nevertheless catfishing her because he's on a job because he's a PI and he's basically hired by like the mafia to abduct this girl because she's actually the daughter of like some mafia guy. So like an amazing premise. I'm really glad you should read the book. And isn't that how it always goes? Your dad's in the mafia and then you get stalked and kidnapped. Yeah, it's a classic. It happened last Friday to me. <laughs> no, it didn't. So the things 
that I didn't like about this book is that this girl is introduced to us as like 18 and the groundskeeper is like 28 and they're automatically like super into each other, even though they've interacted with each other like twice. So I didn't love that age gaps with underageness or like on the verge of underageness weird me out and then add the fact that she literally has been like has the mental maturity of someone so young because she has no socialization I'm like mm-hmm. this, like as a teacher whenever these things come up I'm like mentally I know that this girl is like 12 and you're into her and you're 28 like no that's just a hard pass so I think that was my biggest issue Mm-hmm. Um, he did treat her very well in the midst of all the craziness and her like figuring out her history and I won't spoil things in case this book does sound appealing to you but he was very good about like kind of slowly protecting her and like reintroducing her to society in a way that was like palatable because like imagine you're locked into a house your entire life and now all of a sudden you're trying to escape or now you're escaping with someone and nevertheless like everything is new like the sheer amount of overstimulation that comes with that is just astounding mm-hmm. along with just the mental toil of being told that you're crazy your entire life and you're slowly trying to learn that you're not actually crazy and you were just gaslit the whole time all in all wild ride I couldn't get over the fact that there was such a severe mental maturity age gap there was also this fat twist at the end that I think I yelled, what the fuck at my book? Because I was just so irritated at this point. It was a good twist. The author did a good job. Not my genre, but like the author did do a good job. It was a well-written book. I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> but objectively, I respect it. It's just not for me. <laughs> Summer, you're allowed to pick out my next book. Unless it's something that's like a genre that I know and love, you're allowed because apparently I have shit luck. I even Googled. I was like innocent enough, like PG. I didn't even use the word innocent. I used like PG stalker romances because like I've had a stalker. I didn't want to go through the mental toil of thinking about all that like PTSD. I was like, just let me ease into it. And I will say that this ease uses you into it. I just couldn't deal with the age gap. Did he kidnap her? No, because she was of age and she willingly went with him. Because okay. she, realized that she, be, she realized that she wasn't going to like be able to survive without him. Okay, and the stalking element was like the catfishing. Was the catfishing and the fact that like ugh, she would like prance around her room naked and he would just like watch her from afar, <laughs> like put on brows. Classic. Oh my god, Mel is losing. <laughs> so, like, I the amount of times that her like breasts were described from behind this like window, y'all, I just lost my shit. <laughs> Once again objectively a good book it's just funny because like the things that you're critiquing or that were misses for you are things I know some people would be like give me that book give me that book 
it's just so it's just funny to like think about no you're you're so right now which is why i keep throwing in my objectively comment because it's it just wasn't for me it was just for me (laughs) so tldr or tldl too long didn't listen objectively a good book was not my taste too many tits and windows i just i couldn't too much underage it was just the underage part that i couldn't that i can't cope with and so i don't too much underage tits from a window way too many underage tits from a window frosty glass and all okay so that was my book <laughs> sounds good <laughs> I'm glad you think so, Mel. I really, I didn't spoil anything. So, like, you guys have at it. It was, it was well written. Well, I didn't really finish my book. I was gonna read Haunting Hunting Outline, and initially, when I messaged Mel and was like, "Hey, do you want to be on the podcast? Like, let's do stalking." And this was several weeks ago, and I was like, "Great, I can read both of these fat books in time." Here we are. They haven't been read. Didn't I read that? No, you absolutely did not. Which one did I read that sounds like that, though? That was like a... The word Adeline is what's triggering me. Like, this girl loses her family, and because she's a woman in historical time, she has to go, like, live with someone. Like, her hot cousin by marriage. Oh, was this one... Verity? Is it Verity? By Colleen Hoover? Maybe. I I have not read that. Maybe that's what I read. Okay, I digress. Keep at isn't, it. Isn't Verity about like a like a news journalist person? Maybe I'm thinking of just the complete wrong book. I haven't read Verity, but I do think it's like an author or something somebody who's the writer yeah no I didn't read this like (laughs) I don't want to put too many words in your mouth but you're not but haunting hunting out of line are like one of the top dark romances they kind of I feel like for, at least from my perspective and like what I've seen have kind of popularized stalker romance like as a category I honestly can't even give you the synopsis because I wanted to go in as blind as possible and I only got like five chapters in but there's it's a duet there's Zade Meadows who we haven't met yet five chapters in but apparently he's great and a little crazy and it's super dark and the second book is supposed to be like very very dark and I look forward to reading that at some point. <laughs> Put on the endless TBR list. Yeah. I figured out what book I was talking about, though. Oh? The Awakening of Ivy Lovehold. Leavehold. Oh, the Sears Simone book. Yes. I actually downloaded that for free the other day. I think she had the first book on sale. Or, well, for free. So I'll read it now because you read it. Wait, did you like it? <laughs> I, <and laughs> I think 
It wasn't bad, but I didn't read the second one. I don't know what my it was something something was the issue I don't remember what it was but I remember not liking it enough to read the second one but I think it was like very particular to me again and it was like very much still a highly rated book yeah I think I think you were just like not vibing with it like in whatever was going on in like your life I think that's what I remember yeah no I think you're right I think it just didn't suit me for what was happening personally because I started, yeah, I started it as well, but it was after why it was diagnosed, and I was just like, everything sucks. So I was reading it, and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> but I love the covers, and it's supposed to be, it's like sort of BDSM historicals, which sounds like something I would absolutely love. And the covers are beautiful, so I think I might just buy all of them, paperback, and read them. Can we see that? It's stunning. Like, I would take a photo of that pretty. It's so pretty. And they're all really nice like that. Yeah, I like when there's, like, women on the cover. It just makes Mm -hmm. it a little bit more beautiful. Of course. (laughs) Beautiful people. All right, Mel, what was your book? I actually read two because I felt like the first one I read wasn't stalkery enough. It was actually My Stepsister is a Vampire by Kale Mann. And it's like a poly paranormal romance with a wolf shifter pack and a vampire. And the vampire like stalks them and she's like obsessed with them. And then she tries to like weave herself into the pack. But that was like the only stalking part was her just watching them at first. But it's really good. I gave it an eight overall. And the spice was like a three. And I liked it because since it was poly, like it wasn't always the whole entire pack. Sometimes mm-hmm. it was one or the other. But yeah, that's basically the whole book is her trying to like get into the pack because she's obsessed with them. I love that it's a, the, the woman is the stalker. Yes. And see, that's the thing. I was trying to find a book where the heroine or, you know, the female lead was the stalker, mm-hmm. but I kind of had a hard time. I feel like there's some where the heroine is like obsessed, but she doesn't really stalk the hero or the other heroine. So, Mm -hmm. but then the other book I read, and Walt, do I recommend it? Yes, if you like poly romance or paranormal romance or shifter romance. I like okay, Nikki. Things just like all tossed in at once. It's like it feels niche, but it's also not niche. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by it <laughs> and it's all in KU so it's like low risk, low risk. I already love it <laughs> exactly see and she, the author she actually said she's going to write more like a little Christmas thing for them or Valentine's Day so that's kind of cool you get to see them down the road <sighs> okay Nikki the Driver is my other one by Kate C. Wells. It's a mafia stalker romance where the hero is the stalker. What happens is Zita, the heroine, her dad was in the mafia and he gets K-worded by like a new faction of the mafia. And then Nikki, in order to save her family, she has to marry Nikki. But 
what she comes to find is that Nikki has been stalking her since they were kids and like obsessing over her. Like when she moves into his house, he has like all of her products and everything and food that she eats. And she's just like slowly like what? Like she's already being thrust into this forced marriage. And now she's like finding out that he's been stalking her. And it's like maybe this should be a red flag, right? I mean, like, oh, a mountain of red flags. <laughs> but, like, he's down bad for her. Like, he's so... Obviously, not everyone is into stalkers. And if it was real life, I would not be here for it. But Nikki is so... He's actually so sweet. He's in the mafia and he kills people. But he's also obsessed and will do anything Zita asked him to. And... It doesn't get better than that, in my opinion. That seems like a yellow flag in terms of nine the products, because like maybe you did stock. However, you're also trying to make me feel comfortable in this new environment. So like mm-hmm. you're really trying to convince yourself that's a yellow flag. Yeah. It, in the book world, as we all know. Yeah, and yeah. definitely in the book world. <laughs> Is it a red flag or is it just acts of service, love language? Exactly. He's definitely speaking to her love language because she feels kind of like neglected in her real life. And she's actually engaged to somebody else when she's forced to be engaged to Nikki. And she's like, oh, I love him. I'm supposed to be with him. And then when she's with Nikki, she kind of is like, well, maybe (laughs) this is better. (laughs) Oh, I'm happy for her. In a weird way. Right. It takes a while for her to accept it. But I mean, as it probably should to accept your forced arranged marriage stalker. But hey. But one of the things I wanted to note in the book is there's like a scene where her younger sibling is driven home by the hero and she's like freaking out like, oh, gosh, she's going to hurt my sibling and stuff and the sibling texts when he gets home and he's like I'm fine why are you freaking out and she's like most people would think this think that I'm crazy and I was like yeah like if, it just makes me like think in comparison to the book community like the things that we read like most people would look at it and be like these people are insane like why do they like this but she like it was like parallel to us, her as a character, us as readers, or some <laughs> of us readers. I love that. There's actually a review I recently got for Make Me that was like, I don't know if I hated every word of this book or loved every word of this book. And they're like, I think really I hated how it made me feel, which was like, I actually enjoyed it. And it was like things I shouldn't be enjoying. And I was like, welcome to the club. <laughs> like I hate that this book revealed my true nature yeah like the book did not have to be so loud (laughs) like when a book's your therapy session or like you ask a friend a question and then it turns into a therapy session you're like you know what that was a lot thank you for that I did not ask for all that but thank you for informing me of all the things that apparently I needed to know week all around with our books Mel, thanks for reading too, because that really made up for the fact that I did not drive with mine and Summer did not finish hers. 
So appreciate you running this part of the show. <laughs> Anytime. Anytime. The conversation about like the book didn't need to be so loud about uncovering my true nature. I have a question for, I think I know Kelsey's answer. So I guess just Mel, but what is a trope that you did not think you were going to like, but you ended up loving? And it could be like a trope slash subgenre slash specific like kink or anything. It doesn't have to be like a trope. So I think maybe when the female is the dominant, I don't know if oh, that's yeah, a yeah, trope, yeah. but yeah. like when she is more like in charge, I did not expect to like that just because I'm so like bossy and in charge in my real life. I like reading kind of opposite of myself sometimes, mm-hmm. but like I read Sarah Kate's latest and I was into it. I was like, I cannot believe, like, do I want to spank my husband? <laughs> like, is that yes. for me? I don't know if he'd be into that, but that's, it was too loud, way too loud. <laughs> that is the only Salacious Players Club I haven't read. It's, in, it's on my list. Surprise, surprise. Everything is on my list. <laughs> yeah, it's harder when you're an author, right? Because you have to spend your time writing and you don't want to read things that might influence you too much and stuff, so difficult yeah. but it's good so with the read yeah and it's definitely also one of those things where if the writing is too good I just get like comparisonitis like that happened a little bit with when I was reading the new Duke's book I was just like this is so beautiful and like I'm never gonna write a love story like this <laughs> I kind of actually wanted you to tell me what my answer was what do you think uh, my answer is <laughs> I I thought it I think it was gonna be like why choose I don't think you went into it expecting not to like it but I don't think it was ever something on your radar but you end up loving it yeah it's like now my bread and butter yeah yeah okay that's a good point I was concerned that you were gonna say dark romance and I was gonna say that's a stretch <laughs> you're gonna say slow the brakes <laughs> I'm gonna say, please pump the brakes. You're not wrong. When she was talking about the um, stalkers being like the theme, she was like, I don't know what Kelsey is gonna read. Maybe there's a rom com stalker. We'll find out. Because I was like, wait, what if we accidentally read the same thing? She was like, you'll be fine. <laughs> With how far removed I am from so much of the book community, like, I don't ever read like what's the top and newest greatest and talked about because I just don't have any time for social media so I'm always just whatever just floats on my kindle is what usually gets read it's always the best though when Summer's like oh about this book and I'm like wait I know that book I've read that book it's happened like twice but it's because kindle unlimited suggested it for me and then it was like I was actually on top of it for once and it felt felt good I remember when you were very excited to tell me that you were on top of the trend and you were reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. And I was like, that came out like, <laughs> that was like, I mean, it's still the rage, I guess. Like, it's still on some of the top charts, but it was not, <laughs> not a new release. <laughs> I really thought it was, too. I was so excited. 
we'll let you know that Spotify has it on audio books now. So it's still, still trending, still trending. I've actually never read that. I feel like I haven't read a lot of the trending on book talk things or even on bookstagram things, which is odd because I've been reading for a while. But what I liked about The Seven Husbands was that it wasn't like anything that we normally read, or it's not anything like I normally read. It's more of like an amazing book that you'd find in the front section of Barnes and Noble or like at the airport if that's a decent enough description compared to like the smut heavy things that we typically read mm -hmm. but like just such a phenomenal read 10 out of 10. out of your last three reads fuck mary kill the hero this is hard because like as soon as i read a book i forget it but I have Nikki, the driver. He's the last one who I was talking about earlier. I would definitely marry him. <laughs> so I could do him whenever I wanted to. Okay. And then the one before that was Hollows Grove by Lee Jacot. Jacot? I'm not sure how to say her last name. But I don't remember his name. <laughs> but I would S him. Okay. And then before that, it's All Fun and Games by Andy Sims which is an FFM, and I would definitely, his name is Matt, yes, and both the heroines, too. Wait, are you, are you killing them? Oh, no. Oh, I would what marry you them, and what? Oh, no, I want to, <laughs> I can't do that. Hold on, let me skip it. I don't read bad books. <laughs> <laughs> I think yours just need it needs to be F Mary F. I don't want to kill anybody. I don't like her. I'm cheating. I'm a fuck buddy and then just marry. That's yeah. hard. Okay, like, that works. I fuck once. Mm -hmm. I want to marry all of them then. <laughs> This is like polygamous version yeah. of that game. You're creating your own why choose group. Exactly. That's what it has to be. I can't do that. Whenever I don't like a... I feel like I do have heroes that I would probably kill, but I haven't read any of those books lately. Who would be in your why choose group out of like all the books you read? Summer. Oh no, this is hard. Advanced warning with that question. I won't hold uh, you to it. I won't tell them. This <laughs> is hard. Okay, so Matteo Morelli from San Mariano's series, the Morelli series, he'd be one. Oh wait, you mean out of those characters? No, no, sorry, this, out of... This is difficult, I, like, I can't. Like, I would have to have like literally all of them. It would just be like an ongoing. You'd need an elastic. Yes. <laughs> I can't choose. This is hard. I read too much for this. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't think of anybody. I'd have to pick all of them. I would just be like an open door policy. 
<laughs> it's an open invitation. Both boyfriends are us or something. <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. <laughs> Kelsey, do you know, like, off the top of your head? I could answer the first question. Okay. I know who I would marry. Okay. I read this book by Megan Quinn called Runaway Groomsmen. Main character's name was Sawyer. Marry him in a heartbeat. Hubby material. And sexy. So, like, the sex is good, too. And just, mm-hmm. like, he's one of those, like, people where it's, like, it's realistic enough, but also not realistic enough that I'm, like, you're right on the edge of, like, you are a book boyfriend, but you mm-hmm. could also exist in real life. Because, like, you're not killing anyone. You have a generally normal job that just happens to be very successful. You have no dragon tail. Like, you know, just... <laughs> These are red flags. These are definitely red flags. You don't have a lot of things that are necessary. And this is why I'm not in a relationship. It's because of all these book boyfriends fucking with my mind. I actually had a great conversation with my therapist about it the other day. <laughs> Just like a very legitimate, like, I know I have options. However, I also know that I read all these great books. And then they show me even more options, but I know that they're not realistic. Anyways, my, my therapist is a homie. Okay, so that's why I'd marry. I would kill the dude in Loner. Mm-hmm. All right, we have so no, no time for you. Mm-mm. No, not with your pervy ways. And then I would fuck. I read Princess and the Player by Ilza. Oh, gosh. Ilza Madden Nils, and there's an NFL player in it, and we just know that he's built well, and he also likes art, so I would fuck him, and then I'd enjoy his Jackson Pollock on the wall, so that's a win for me. It's a big win. He'd also treat me well and buy me lots of things, and then I could pawn it off once I get to my husband. Yeah, and he's really fun in above-store libraries, right? Yes. Yes. You read it? Yes. Yeah, I read it a few months ago. I had an arc, and I was just, like, giddy waiting for other people to read it because I was squealing because that's, like, one of my favorite things is in a library or it's just... In a bookstore. Takes it to the next level. Yes. New York City, when someone could literally just be like passing by the window and you're just getting it. Like, I'm sorry, tell me a hotter scene. Someone make me that art piece of like, you're looking in from the New York City street and you see these two just like fucking on the second story from behind a window. Like, I want that. I'd watch. I'd definitely be the creepy (laughs) stalker person watching from the street. I'd be right next to you. I don't remember the name of the artist, but I was in New York a few weekends ago, and I did not go to the Whitney Museum. I got my nails done, but Gabby went to the Whitney Museum, and they're having a Edward Hopper exhibit. (gasps) Shut the front door. Yes. 
so that's who that like when you said like street of new york city like looking in because his whole thing was like like kind of looking at people through the windows (laughs) he has like apparently has paintings of like ladies like changing from their windows and stuff so it's a vibe theme very on theme stalker behavior stalker light yeah such a good artist he's one of my first favorite artists like in my whole entire life well i'm glad that i didn't go because i probably wouldn't have appreciated it and you would have been like you mean like how i am internally right now yeah Nah, I respect the fact that you chose to get your nails done. I got them make me themed. I respect that. Summer, you yeah, too many books recently. But who would you fuck, Mary kill? Please hold. Oh my god, I don't even know a book that I've like finished recently. <laughs> Wait, maybe, maybe that's not true in all my. I mean, if we're not counting my own books and we're not counting the Royals, what have I, oh my God, we've had podcast episodes. What have I been reading? You haven't been finishing books. (laughs) You can can include the Royals if you need to, but only one. Okay. Nick Brune from Dukes. You know that sound that's like, this man, like, I love this man, I need to have him. Mm-hmm. But also, that sound that was popular in the beginning of TikTok, when it was like, this man is so fine, and she's like, breaks her own back and falls on the ground. Yes. <laughs> so, like, he's my husband, my fuck buddy, my chair, <laughs> any way I can get him. I want him. I feel like I need to start asking people to be my chair. That's such a good line. Yeah, but it's definitely going to be on all the Valentines this February. <laughs> you say it like this shouldn't be the first time that I've heard it, but this is the first time that I've heard it, and I'm like, that's just that's a good line. I can't think of any other books because I just looked through my list, like on my Kindle. Do you happen to read anything with, like, paper? I don't think so. Out of my books, Jonas would be... Oh, but I would also kind of want to marry him. You know, okay, I would have one crazy night, maybe a weekend. Okay, like, a a crazy month with Nick because... If we're going to be honest, he is so obsessed and in love with Lavinia that, like, I don't want him if he doesn't see me as her. Like, if I could trick him for a night that I was her, that sounds so bad. But, you know, we're, we're already in a fictional world. Then I would have him. I would marry Jonas. And, oh, I almost finished a book. The King of Bone and... The king of flesh and bone. This guy is like a god of like death and he can control like dead bodies and stuff. And like he also, but he can control, oh, he's like, he's the king of flesh and bone. 
So he can control flesh and bone. There we go. Dead or alive. So he, it's basically like all dub, non-con, because he like, this girl wanders into his castle and he's like, I'm keeping you. And because he's king of flesh and bone, he basically can make her body feel like anything. So she feels like she like irresistibly like wants to have sex with him. Almost like the Zaveri thing that like Mazana that they have. So I'd kill him because he's kind of just like really, really shitty. But <laughs> it was also the what I read was really hot. So it was an interesting twist on like Dubcon. Did you not finish the Jafar book? That's my other book boyfriend. He has been on my nightstand. I've been reading like a few pages before I go to bed. But then I haven't been home for the last like week. The whole book is a few pages, Summer. Yeah. And? You've been reading half a page. You've been reading a chapter a night then. Yeah. You're the one who told me to read it. And then- That's another man that I love. He He... I haven't even finished the book, and he, like, shot to the top. Yikes. What book? Desperate Measures by Katie Robert. So good. Yeah, I love that book. It's really good. Literally five pages in. I was like, (laughs) this man, you know. (laughs) She really hit the ground running. (laughs) Hit the ground running. She ran. I'll excuse myself. Oh God, that was terrible. <laughs> Completely changing gears, Mel. Who is your one-click author? And then, well, we'll I'll start with that question, and then I have another question. My one-click author, it's going to, like, veer away from kind of, like, the dark romances that we're kind of talking about with the stalker vibes, but it's Jay McLean. She writes, like, new adult romance, and they're super angsty. Think, like, One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek, and I'm just obsessed. I, like, started reading her when I first started reading romance really hardcore, and Mm. I'm just... Anything she writes, one-click buy the paperback, buy the Kindle version, everything. I love her. And my second question is, would you rather only be able to read one author for the rest of your life, but you can like reread their books? The and obviously you're coming out with me. I just need to let everyone know the faces that we all made at that question with like shock. Like we just stuck our fingers into an electric socket. I don't know whether kind of socket there'd be. Like we just it's like fingers on a light bulb. No, that's so shitty. What's the expression that I'm that's trying? That's a to- horrible question. That's a horrible. No, I'm just kidding. It's not a horrible question, but that's like a gut wrenching. How could you ever ask a bookworm that question? Like, what's your favorite book? Yeah. I can't. I don't know. So that's option one. Or would you rather never be able to read the same author twice? I've broken. Oh I didn't realize I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have <laughs> trauma after this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say read only one author forever. I don't know who that author would be, 
but I would also have to beg them to like write other people's books into their book now I'm just kidding but I would definitely have to pick one author but I don't know who the author would be I don't know if it would even be Jay McLean well this is hard Summer you made me think I won't make you pick the one author okay good that does feel like a little too much pressure that's a lot that's a whole lot especially in within the time limits of this podcast (laughs) does your husband share any traits with your favorite book boyfriends that is a fun question honestly no because I am like a super grumpy person and he's definitely my sunshiny mellow chill other half and most of the book boyfriends I read are jerks and in real life I'd probably want to punch them in the face or like cuss them out and my husband is nothing like that he's not perfect obviously but he is definitely like the mellow to my anxious bubble sounds like a really good combo of people yeah most of the time (laughs) grumpy sunshine is a fantastic trope for a reason very true this is a good follow-up okay we've been talking about terrible people in books that we love and like waving those red flags around who is like the worst person in terms of like what they've done and stuff and like who they are and personality and all that that you've fallen for in a book good question yeah this is a really good question I just I feel like I've read so many horrible people that I've fallen for that it's a little difficult to answer but I'm gonna have to say Sam Mariano writes some of the worst absolute horrible heroes but somehow always makes me fall for them untouchable by her is a non-con dub con read and the hero carter is horrible i don't know if i can say too much about what he did i don't want to spoil it but he basically assaults the main heroine but it like dives in more to like the psychology of it all and why she's interested in him afterwards so it's interesting in that aspect and it Seeing him through the heroine's eye, Zoe, made me fall for him. And I'm just, like, still amazed. Because when I read this main scene, I was like, oh, my God, why am I reading this? I hate this guy. But, like, listening to the heroine fall for him, it definitely made me fall for him. And he's probably one of the worst. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. it felt so real what happens. So Mm -hmm. it's like, how could I even forgive this in a book? Like, it just felt heinous, but Carter from Untouchable by Sam Mariano. I'm like writing it down. <laughs> Honestly, anything she writes though, like she has this book, Descent, that most recently came out. If you read Untouchable and then you read Descent, you're gonna be like, Melanie, why is Carter worse? And it's because his feels so real. And in Descent, I can't remember his name. It began, also begins with a C, but he is terrible. He's in the mafia though, but he's horrible to the heroine. But I still... I was like, five stars, yes. I love 
What is the one with Carter called? It's called Untouchable. Untouchable. But it is set in high school. I know a lot of people are like, no for that. But mm. she does have other ones that are outside of high school with a similar vibe. So, Bully Romance is one of those that I had absolutely zero interest in reading. I thought I would not like it. I love it. I haven't read a lot that are in high school. I don't think I've read any in high school, actually. But there's something about making... Haven't we, though? I don't know if I've read a bully romance in high school. I feel like I've read a bully romance in high school. Yeah. For our bully romance episode, you did. You didn't read that book? No. <laughs> Fuck. Why do I keep doing this to myself? but there's something about like the redemption arc i think it's like when you can make somebody so bad and then they start being so good it like i don't know there's like that contrast that i just eat up right like there's no excuse for that behavior in the book and definitely not in real life obviously but it is intriguing when as an author you get to like reveal those layers and the whys and the like like how these things came about in a story mm-hmm. and even though it's not like you're supposed to sympathize with these people in reality I think it is cathartic for people who are on the other side of those situations to kind of like you know so, sort of see it from all angles maybe in a way yeah and I love a lot of times that they're like reason for being so shitty sometimes it's just like that they're obsessed and they're just like unhinged and like they don't have like a sad stop stop story that kind of makes you be like oh okay like I get it sometimes it's just like they're just so obsessed and you're like I want somebody to be about that so yes Sam has another one I'm not like a big Sam fangirl I'm just these are definitely what she writes even if it hurts by her and the hero is like unapologetically awful like there is no real reason he's just kind of out of it and he just does what he wants and like you always think oh he's gonna do better he's gonna be better no he just gets worse (laughs) like every turn it's like wait I thought we were going somewhere else and it's like no we're still gonna be in this awful treating everyone like crap yeah if you want to read bully romance that's like unhinged and crazy Sam Mariano it's it's noted I'm gonna like break my no reading ban even though it's not almost not even a ban like I I so desperately want to read Dukes and like I was getting into Haunting Adeline but I just like I don't have the time and energy right now yeah what was I I feel like I had a train of thought and I lost it like a personal problem is there anything in your head 
Right. That was wow. I was saying that it was a personal problem. Like, I can't read your brain. <laughs> I was bringing out. It's like in the least savage way possible. What was, my, what was my question that led us down this track? Oh, the worst book boyfriends you've fallen for. Mm, yes. Kelsey, I'm curious what yours is because you don't read a lot of shitty people. I don't. Someone who kills someone and then like loves it. I don't, I don't have anyone specific. So like, okay. like when we read Lords, right? Yeah. I feel like any of those guys could count towards this. And yeah. like they're a little bit too affiliated with the dark side for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty much anyone who's like just a little bit too, like their hands are just too bloody. Yeah. Or they're going to like, you know, as hot as it can be, like you touch me, I'm going to cut off your hand. Like, can we just use our words first? Like it's more of where I'm at. You know what I'm reading? Like I try to get out of it. Lord knows I try, but still, this is what we're all our own people. And this is why I can't read high school romances. This is why I can't read anything underage. I try. I try. Yeah. So, like, bloody hands would probably be my thing. And then they like make me feel all the things, but I'm like, but you kill people for fun. Like, mm-hmm. for like really no good, like a good reason, sure. But like when they do it, like, and it's not even a good reason, I'm like, mm. like, <laughs> like you guys are throwing up yellow flags. Mine are just red. Mine are blood red. And I'm like, but did you kill them for me or? Yeah. Okay. But like that counts as a good reason. I'm talking about when you have characters who just like straight up are just like, I'm angry. So I'm going to kill someone today. Like, no, don't take your temper tantrum and like murder someone with it like show some more emotional maturity than that 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 can kind of get behind when they're just like i had a bad day so the next person i see on the street like i shoot yeah that's just that's a red flag for me like you want like a noble reason for them to be cutting off hands yeah like you are trying to kill me yeah kill the motherfucker i'm way more important you know that counts yeah, I can agree with that too. Like sometimes if they're just unhinged and like killing whoever, that's a sign of an anger problem. So not right. hot. Yeah. There has to be that like like you you have to have faith that they're not gonna like flip out on the heroin. Mm. You know. I was actually I think I was alpha reading for a friend and there was like one point where it's an enemies to lovers and it's kind of mafia-esque and there's one point where the guy is getting like really angry and he's like I just want to like shove her up against a wall and like choke her and like it kind of left at that and I was like "Mm, I'm loving the vibes but like is he gonna kiss her or like can we make it not just like I want to inflict violence on her which saying it like that sounds 10 times worse but you know what I mean where it's like I don't want you to like react purely violently 
I want you to react like passionately and if there's violence within that like kind of okay with it I'm picturing some scenes from your books right now as you say that criteria of what you just described but like in a good way right like in a very much like they're angry but they're passionate and then they do something with it and it's top or it ends up yeah I don't want you to be violent I want you to be passionately violent like because you want me not because you want to end me Mm -hmm. well said well said Mal Um, this is making me like really just want to read some terrible books (laughs) terrible great books with terrible men namely like the bully romances that Mel just suggested also I know there's some like non-con and hunting out of the line that I want to get to or haunting but also I'm about to I'm at the point with book two right now hate me that I'm writing with Finn and I'm at the point where he stopped he's gonna have to like stop being mean and start like redeeming himself and as much as I'm excited for that I'm also like <laughs> I, I, <laughs> like amazing. I don't know if you guys saw my story a few days ago but I like was blocking out my like I was blocking out my plot and I had little post-its and stuff and Gabby was looking at it and she was like like starts to be amicable builds trust to degrade again (laughs) (laughs) I'm like oh my god like I'm literally just having him redeem himself so he can like degrade her and it will be hot like he has to like he has to like rebuild that trust for them to like have that in a, like a kinky way, not in a like mean way. I'm just like out of context, that is whack. <laughs> in context though, I'm like that's gonna make some great scenes. I had a great chat with Christy from Read Between the Lines last night about I had like a an idea for a cock warming scene but I needed the context around it of like my these were my criteria and my things that I want to happen and I needed to figure out like the place the who the how like etc very excited for that scene I need you to back up cock warming I know it sounds okay it sounds like soaking which is like what Mormons do and they just like when they can't have sex before marriage so they just like put their dick in the girl and like leave it there and it's like not sex because it's not like thrusting yeah and somebody else has to jump on the bed while they do that oh my god i haven't heard stop okay i wasn't picturing any of these things whatsoever and now we're just on a ride so someone needs to tell me more because i didn't know about any of this okay so i thought when tate was telling me about the royals she was like oh my god there's cock warming scene and I'm like like soaking like what and she's like it's so hot and I was like okay and it's when you like when the heroine usually it's in a semi public or public situation where she just is like sitting on his dick and they're not like actively thrusting but she's just like on it 
and like there's people around and like you know the scene from royals it's i don't understand how something can be so not hot on one end and then just like mind melting hot on the other end you guys i've done that (laughs) and as someone who has been in this situation now that i have a appropriate title for it it was some of the hottest shit of my life it works it works well congrats (laughs) that's an achievement achievement unlocked great yeah yeah your little badge pops up onto the screen (laughs) i feel like it's just we're just it's right here right it's just growing Mel, have you read any good cockwarming scenes? Speaking of, I think I just need to add some more to my wish list. <laughs> Honestly, I haven't. Like, the only thing I would say that I read a lot of, since I do read a lot of new adults, is there's a lot of dry humping. So, not really any of mm. little less warm, more dry, and humpy. Me too. It's like my favorite. I can't, in a book, I can't explain why. But it's just, it's like magic. It's like an appetizer. It's the best cheese. Yeah. Hard to agree. Yeah. I think it goes back to the like aggressive, passionate myths. Because in order to like get off that way, it has to be really like vigorous and really like smashing together. And there's something about like somebody like so desperately trying to like get close to each other. (sighs) <sighs> Anywho. That is hot. Anywho. Mel, have you read Make Me? I haven't. I actually planned to and I was going to because it came up when I searched stalker romance. Yeah, really? Yeah, on Goodreads. Oh my god. It That's came so cool. up. And then I was like, well, wait, what if? Because I actually haven't read you before. So I was like, wait, what if I I don't like it? And then she asked me, I'm going to be like, no, what? Because my face, you can see everything on my face. So I'm going to read it, though. I have it downloaded and everything. And I want to. No pressure. I feel no pressure. But I was worried. No, I honestly respect that so much that you're like, I'm not even going to take the risk. I, I actually really love that. But there's, they like don't have sex for a while. And there's like dick dry humping like not obviously dick ass like dry humping you know but like why is that so it's so good it is because you know that like you said they're like desperate for each other but they're like okay we can't do we can't go all the way but let's just do this or it's in the heat of the moment Mm -hmm. it's always on hand so it's just another level or they're doing it when there's other people around kind of yeah I also love the choice like the choice to dry hump or just to grind on one another when you could be fucking but it's like no I'm gonna choose to do this because it's a different kind of pleasure and it's a different kind of like urgency like when you're like wow this just feels so good and we're so turned on right now that like let's just keep this up 
we have covered a lot of really good ground in this episode. I just have to say, we are nearing time, but this has been fantastic. I feel like we've really hit a lot of sweet spots. I don't know why it's called cough warming. I'm still really upset by that name. Because she's warming it. But it's yeah. warm and it's a cock. All I can picture is like an actual chicken underneath like a red hot lamp. <laughs> like you guys say that and that's literally like the only picture that comes to mind and then it goes farther now because I know what it is and now it's like a dick with like a heat lamp on it like I just need a different name personally <laughs> this is so random but there was this there's this restaurant that my like my mom's like really really good friends own and we've been going to it for years there's we know like a lot of the waiters and stuff and there's this one guy who used to work there and I don't know how it came about but he basically told my parents about this like business that he's starting that's like dick sweaters and he had such a funny name and I can't remember what it was but it was like dick knits or like like solid like I can't I don't know what it but there was something that was like like willy chili or I don't I don't know I don't know but there is something that was just like so funny and I remember I think I was like early high school and my mom was like how's like that going and I kind of like thought they're joking and then I realized that they were actually like at the dinner table talking about like these homemade sweaters that he makes for digs can you imagine though somebody like seeing somebody wearing that like unexpectedly yeah, like over my penne. I know what you're talking about as well. And this is killing me. Picturing this all going down. <laughs> like it's, it's just really like a cozy family style Italian restaurant. Like the, there's always, there's like fireplaces in the rooms. It's always kind of packed and the tables are really close together, but it's Super all like. Like you hear everyone's business. Yeah. And like his chili willies. <laughs> I hope he's doing well. Yeah, he hasn't worked there for many years, so maybe it took off. They do a little Google search. Well, let's wrap up. What's a book on your TBR that you're excited to read? Is that a bad one? That's also a bad one. No, I like that one. That's a very bread and butter one. Okay. Anticipated read. Well, my number one anticipated read is Make Me by Summer O'Toole. (laughs) And my second anticipated read is God of Wrath by Rena Kent, which also is going to have sort of stalking in it. So it's one theme. Love that. Both of those. Brownie points. <laughs> I feel like I need to get the uh, the Dukes downloaded. I haven't downloaded the Dukes yet. Kelsey, I need to live vicariously through you. Like you need to, like I can't reread this series for the first time again because obviously you can only ever read a book for the first time once. Mm-hmm. Which is so tragic. Yeah. yeah. 
Magic. I wish there was like amnesia pills. Oh, selective amnesia. Kelsey kind of has that when she <laughs> call me out. It's true though. I do. Yeah. Okay. Nevertheless, you want to live through me and my selective amnesia. Summer, remind me that it's on my TBR with my selective amnesia over here. <laughs> And I feel like we know your TBR, but what's like top of the list? Actually, you're mixing it up. The Sinners series, like Sinners Anonymous, Sinners Condemned by Soam Sketcher. My friends have not stopped talking about it. I see it everywhere. It's supposed to have like the best sexual tension ever. I'm like so excited to just like eat it up, but also kind of like study it. Because, you know, when people are, like, screaming in the group chat about, like, the fact that they, like, looked at each other and brushed hands, you know there's some, like, magic going on. Have you read it, Mel? I haven't, but I've seen a lot of the screenshots of your group chat, like, you guys all posting them on Instagram <laughs> and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I guess I should hear this. It must be good. <laughs> They're freaking out. Yeah, everyone's like blue balls are just that was actually an episode theme I was considering like blue ball books mm. Mel where can our people find you if they want to come laugh and hang out with you on the interwebs you can find me everywhere as Mel's view Mel's underscore view I'm not as funny as I think I am but you can come yeah. follow me I'll follow you back <laughs> you guys, she's a really funny really is if this episode wasn't an indicator to you how funny well thank you for coming on this was a blast definitely thank you for having me